You're listening to the Baldwin Life Podcast, episode number 20. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Ball in Life podcast. For those of you who don't know, my name is Kirsten Hostetler and I'm the Director of Marketing and Communication here in the wonderful city of Baldwin. And today I am joined with Director of Development and Assistant City Administrator Andy Hickson. And we're going to go in depth today talking about annexation. We've had a few things happen in recent days and weeks that have kind of progressed the conversation of annexation. And so I wanted to bring Andy in today to talk more in depth about what that means for our current residents, what it can look like for, you know, the residents that we might annex in the future, and just kind of go into some things that could change or might not change. So welcome back to the podcast, Andy. Well, thanks, Kirsten. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about annexation because I know it's a topic that a lot of people are really excited about. Um, I know our our board of aldermen is excited about the possibility of growth. I know a lot of other officials here at the city are excited. Um, And most importantly, we've heard a lot of positive comments from people who wish that they were in the city of Baldwin. So the first question that I want to ask you is how would the possibility of annexation because um, obviously it's not a it's not a sure thing yet. But how would the possibility of incorporating more residents into the city of Ballin affect our current residents? It wouldn't. Um, when we do annex, if we do annex, um, it won't affect anybody's you know tax rates. You know, our taxes won't go up. You won't pay more for services. Your services won't be affected. We've actually over the years kind of planned to expand a little bit. And so, if we do annex, you know, one person or ten thousand people the services won't be affected for our current residents. If anything, with more people, we might want to provide, expand our facilities more to accommodate them more. You know, the interest might change. We want more, you know, more services at the point or North Point or the golf course. I mean, if anything, it would only be positive for current residents. And I know you and I have talked, and sometime after the, right around the first of the year, we'll put together kind of a, an informational packet for both, you know, possible future residents and then current residents to kind of, you know, let everybody know that things won't change if you're a current resident. And I know that's something we talked about before we hit record today too, was the fact that Baldwin is really proud of the fact that we have a zero property tax right now, or the the property tax rate is zero. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that, you know, I don't, I don't anticipate us changing just for the sake of annexation. No. So um, that's something that I think we need to make clear up front. Well, and I really think the board, if there was any need if we were to annex and there was any need to create a property tax i mean we've not had one for for over 30 years the board would be wholly against it yes so i mean that's something you know i know the mayor takes a lot of pride in the board does too and so, so does you know the city staff that you know the vast majority of our revenues come from non-sales tax and certainly no property tax i mean it's mm-hmm. tough to tough to spend anything when it's zero right <laughs> but comes from other sale other than sales tax related uh, streams of revenue right and yeah, just to reiterate, like we're not going to increase that just for the sake of annexation. Um, that's not something that would benefit our current residents, and those are the people that we need to take care of first. Mm-hmm. Um, so where are we at in the timeline of annexation? I know, and I think we mentioned in a previous episode the meeting that was coming up, which has now happened. So can you explain where we at, where we are at now, and what's coming down the pipe? Well, the whole annexation process is a five-year cycle, and in July by. July 1st of 17, we had to submit our annexation plan, which is basically you lay out everything that you could possibly annex. And just because you you lay it out on the map plan does not mean you have to annex it. But if you do not lay it out, you cannot annex it. Right. So it's better to give a blanket 
you know, overshot than to undershoot it. And that's for the next five years. Like yes. you couldn't annex it in the next five years without putting it on the plan. Correct. Mm-hmm. And the plan might change in five years after that or 15 years mm-hmm. after that. I mean, our annexation plans, we've been doing this for, this is probably our third cycle with the Boundary Commission. And it changes every single time whether we annex or we don't annex stuff. And after we submitted to the Boundary, to our map plan to the Boundary Commission, there's a public hearing. And we physically had to be at a public hearing where we kind of presented why future residents would want to be a part of Baldwin. Sure. I mean, not just lay it out that we want to go to the street or we want to go to the river. But, you know, if you were to come into Baldwin, you know, Baldwin's the best city there is to be a member of. And we have to sell that. Yeah. And And prove that we could handle that. Yeah, and prove Mm -hmm. that we can handle that. And so we had to have a physical public hearing, which we were actually at. And then there's a open comment period till the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Then after that, the Boundary Commission has till April 1st to kind of see if there's anything glaringly obvious, you know, deficiencies, you know, should, is, you know, one way or the other. But basically they have till April 1st to say, we're, we're game for this plan. Let's move on. Or this plan won't work. And then after April 1st, it's, it's kind of up to us whether we want to start moving forward with annexation. And just because we laid it out on the plan doesn't mean we're necessarily going to move forward. Right. It doesn't obligate us to anything. No, it does not. And then with that, we also have to keep in mind that, you know, we can annex a lot of people a lot of you know just square acreage and we wouldn't want to do all that in one felt swoop i mean they'd just be tough with our services we'd want to phase everything out sure and as we phase everything out you know we'd learn to grow and you know first couple of plan phases we can do without adding any staff without losing any services or quality of services mm-hmm. and then as we expand we'll we'll kind of get used to it and then expand more and expand more i mean you don't do this thing whole hog it's just it, it'd be tough incredibly tough on services and staff. Right, and you don't want to bite off more than you can chew right at the beginning and mm-hmm. then regret what you did because it's really, you can't really go back once you Because it's incredibly once you tough to go back, <laughs> right. yes. So. so obviously in phases, like you're saying. Um, so something that you just mentioned, but I want to make sure we, we drill down on that for people who don't know. What is the Boundary Commission? Can you explain what that entity is? The Boundary Commission was created by Missouri State Statutes, and it, it solely affects St. Louis County, and it's a um, appointed board by various residents of St. Louis County and every city who may or may not want to annex has to submit a map plan over five years. And it's up to the Boundary Commission to go through and kind of determine what's best. You know, I mean, we don't need, you know, there's certain rules and regulations you have to follow when it comes to annexation. And first and foremost, they go through and make sure you followed all the rules. You know, you set an ordinance. You know, you've done your studies. You can't do flagpole annexation, which is going down the road and expands out to something else. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, kind of, it's a commission to set up guidelines. And then they go through, once the guidelines are set and all our criteria are met, then they go through and when, if a city wants to annex, you have to present to them. And then they have to follow the rules and guidelines going, okay, you guys can move forward with annexation. And then they're kind of the deciding factor, whether Mm -hmm. a part of unincorporated St. Louis County or even two municipalities want to join together. And they are the ultimate deciding factor in the end on that. Yeah, just another governing body that kind of is another checks and balances to make Mm -hmm. sure that municipalities aren't doing things one without giving proper notice to the residents because that's never something that you you know want um but it's obviously just another another entity looking out for that yeah it's a regulatory body just make sure people don't go crazy or cities just don't go crazy 
So you were you talked a little bit about the different phases that we would look at rather than annexing the whole map plan that we submitted all at once. But can you describe, at least in general terms, kind of the areas that Baldwin is looking at annexing and maybe some generic phases that you've tossed around as ideas? Well, real generic phases. We certainly at first will probably go south of Baldwin towards the river, you know, kind of along, you know, Ranky Road, Reese Road, Big Bend Road, in that area, head down towards Castlewood. Um, we're surrounded by other municipalities, and so it'd be tough to, we, we, we can't take, or we won't take, other municipalities' boundaries. And then on the south, we're kind of hedged in by the river. So, I mean, that's just a large natural boundary that mm-hmm. it's crossable, but, you know, building bridges are really expensive anymore. Sure. So that's kind of our natural southern boundary and that, that'd be the area that we look to first and with our comp plan part of their con- part of the i5's contract was to do an annexation study you know find if do the cost benefit analysis you know see if you know these pockets which all have natural either physical boundaries or road boundaries see if these pockets are even you know if it's economically feasible or if it's just you know a total disaster and they come in and say yes you know all these roads look great you know they'll provide you know, great revenue or no, it just, you know, your services get too spread out right? and it just be tough to, to do it, to right. annex it. So, I mean, that's one good thing that the, the I-5 groups come in to do. And that, that was another question I was going to ask is, you know, we talk about how we're not going to increase taxes or services aren't going to be affected, but how do we know that it's going to be beneficial to the city? And so that's where you're saying this, this annexation study is really kind of that cost benefit analysis for us. It's really in depth. And I think it's important to note that it's also by a third party. It's mm-hmm. not something that the city of Baldwin is doing in-house, but we have a contractor who's out doing that research for us. Yes, it's an own their own independent third party. And we simply told them that, you know, we would like to annex and here's what we can annex. And then we, we backed off. I mean, we don't want to come in and muddy the water at all or, you know, sway them positive or negative. I mean, right. we want a complete neutral third party. And I, I don't even think anybody part of the I-5, nobody in the I-5 group even lives in the area. I mean, I don't think anybody lives outside of 270. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's completely neutral, unbiased opinion coming in and saying, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. This is a good idea. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Which is a good thing to protect the city from making a decision prematurely, but also to protect the residents, whether they would or wouldn't want it. Mm-hmm. So correct. along those same lines, what kind of things have we heard? I know we've heard quite a few comments from potential residents looking to annex. Uh, can you give our listeners just some examples of things that you've heard of people who want to be included in the city of Bowen? Well, I know both the mayor, myself, Eric Hansen, our city administrator, have all heard very positive feedback from, you know, certain pockets of, especially down south, of mm-hmm. wanting to be in Baldwin. And I know you used to work at the point and you've mm-hmm. heard a lot of people come through the point going, you know, we live south of Baldwin in St. Louis County, but we still work out here. Right. How do we get residential rates? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we're getting a lot of positive feedback and the Boundary Commission for the public hearing sent out a list of questions. And one of the questions was, have you reached out to anybody? And we can confidently say, yes, we mm-hmm. have reached out. We've, we've Actually, the better part was we didn't even have to reach out. People came to us right. wanting to know, hey, how do we get in Baldwin? So, I mean, that's that's just great community outreach right there. I mean, it kind of kind of worded funny. It's not really outreach, but when people come right. to you, it's a good community interaction well, with. That's exactly what you want. I mean, that's the true like litmus test that you're doing something right is when people are knocking on your door, your door to say, 
how can we get involved with what you're doing? How can we be a part of your organization? Yes. That's, yeah, and I would definitely concur. Uh, when working at the point, we had a lot of people that said, well, I thought I was in Bowen, uh, which brings up the whole other conversation about why do people have Bowen addresses but aren't technically Bowen residents, um, which goes back to the post office, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken, covering a larger area than our city limits. And so people who come into the point thinking that they're Bowen residents and then having to pay non-resident rates. Um, so I know that a lot of those people would sure appreciate being incorporated into the city of Baldwin to take advantage of that one small, you know, but a good cost-saving um, benefit that residents mm -hmm. receive. Oh, yeah, definitely. Coming into the city of Baldwin is a great deal. I mean, not that county services are, are lacking anything, but we just offer, we're, we're right here. You know, our mm -hmm. police department's right here. Our public works department's right here. You know, we have our own communications department, which overreaches, you know, the entire annexation right. area. You know, we work well with others. You know, we do the, we do our communications contract for dispatch for the city of Manchester. We do permitting and code enforcement for the city of Winchester. I mean, mm -hmm. we're, we're used to working on a bigger scope than just the city of Baldwin itself. And then we offer, you know, residential rates to the point, North Point, the golf course. I mean, we offer leaf pickup, snow removal, you know, street repair, our uh, sewer ladder programs, the exact same, but mm -hmm. it's still there. And then we're more local. You come up here, you know, you talk to your alderman, you talk to your mayor, you right. see the mayor, it, you know, you see the mayor in the store, your kids might've played baseball with one of the alderman's kids type thing. Mm -hmm. We're just, we're just more local and therefore we'd be more responsive. I mean, more accessible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. St. Louis County. I mean, they have pockets of unincorporated area everywhere. I mean, they might have statistically more street department people, more planners more whatever, but they're just spread out over the entire sure. county and piecemeal together. We're here. We're contiguous. One of the best things about just the logistics of Baldwin is our entire campus is along Manchester Road. It's virtually cuts our city in half. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, public works is no more. We're, we're halfway to the north, halfway to the south. Right. We're halfway to the east. We're halfway to the west. Same with our police department. Mm -hmm. I mean, if all our officers are in the police department, which they're usually not, they're out patrolling, you know, response time still 90 seconds no matter where. Yeah. So something that you were just mentioning with the other cities that we do some work with and you know collaborate with and partner with, um, that brought up another point. During the map submittal process, there were, it wasn't just Baldwin presenting to the Boundary Commission. There were other cities who were presenting their map plans as well. Um, and so can you explain a little bit of how that works if, if two cities would happen to put the same area on their map plan, how that works going forward? Let's say City A and City B have the exact same neighborhood they want to annex. It is, when talking with the Boundary Commission, it's whoever presents first and has no errors in their application. And then the residents get to choose, like, would you want to go with City A or would you want to go with, and would you want to go with City A? And they either go yes or no. And then if they say no, City B gets to come in. And since they presented second, and if they have no errors in their application, that neighborhood is allowed to choose, you know, whether or not they go with City B. I think that's an important thing to to make note of because I, I wondered too if it was something that the Boundary Commission was going to say like yes or no you get to choose from this town or not or if the residents would get to have a say in voting in that process which city they would want to be annexed into. The residents definitely get a say. Awesome. Um, and then you also mentioned a little bit some of the criteria that the Boundary Commission asked about including community outreach and hearing from residents. Is there any other criteria you can think of quickly that you think would be important for the residents to know that the Boundary Commission expects of a city who is looking to annex? Well, and they had three questions which were somewhat similar, but really could be answered in in one swoop. And it really was, you know, 
can the city a handle this and b why w- would the city why would the city want somebody to be annexed mm-hmm. and why would the residents want to be annexed right and then could the city handle these handle the scope of work and the great thing about Baldwin is i mean we can handle the scope of work no matter what i mean it, it would be incredibly stressful but we could just go whole hog get everything and we'd be able to manage quite quickly sure which is, is great i mean it's just good forward planning by staff and you know, years of planning to be able to do this mm-hmm. but then why would Baldwin want to annex anything we feel we're the best we can provide city services to everybody and why wouldn't why wouldn't a future resident want to be not want to be part of Baldwin? I mean, we're we're Baldwin. I mean, and it, it was amazed me that there were some other cities out there, and I won't name names. But when the Boundary Commission asked, like, why would they want to be part of your city? Nobody could come up with a good answer. They're like, well, we just we want to go to this line, you know, this arbitrary line in the sand. And on our presentation, they didn't even ask that because we laid it out beforehand that, you know, we feel we're the best. We, we've set everything up and we're trying to, you know, nothing new, but certainly change our perspective and the way our government works. We're trying to be more capitalistic, more mm-hmm. entrepreneuristic and get a better bang for their bucks for the, for the residents. And I think that that was reflected in some of the residents who actually came to that public hearing on behalf of residents possibly being annexed into Baldwin to like pledge their support. Mm-hmm. I think that was really cool to see the people who came out to support that as well. Um, and along those same lines, I mean, this is a process that's going to take a while. Like you said, April is really the first thing that's or the next thing that's going to happen before anything else. I um, mean, even then, it could be another you know year and a half or two years before we really see anything actually come to fruition from this whole process. So what can residents do in the meantime, both current Baldwin residents and maybe potential future Baldwin residents to get involved? Uh, provide feedback. I mean, they can always reach out and contact me. They can contact you. They mm-hmm. can contact any other alderman. If they just have, we prefer positive things to say, <laughs> but if they have any comments, just let us know. I mean, we're, we're here for the people. And that right. is one thing that separates us from the county is, you know, the county is such a large, just physically in square mileage entity that you know it's tough to reach out to your you know prospective representative here you know you're much closer i mean odds are you'll see tim pogue out right. i mean i i don't know if you'll ever see i've, I've never personally seen you steam see have seen steve stinger out and about mm-hmm. i mean i've seen him at work events but you know i've seen not only our mayor but other local mayors just out and about in the grocery store i mean mm-hmm. doing different things like that and that's you know creates you know more responsiveness towards individual you're not you're less of a mass right and um i think you just hit the nail on the head when you said even if they're not positive comments like we would like to know what concerns residents have mm-hmm. so that we can address them and you know maybe back them up with statistics and show them the reasons why annexation would be a good idea and address those concerns up front because the last thing we want to do is you know frustrate our current residents so if you have questions or if you have feedback in support of annexation like andy said we'd love to hear from you guys and but I we will, prefer positive comments but we prefer positive way comments, much prefer more po- positive <laughs> um, comments but in, and that's helpful too in, in the whole process and with the commission for them to see that people are really excited about being annexed into Baldwin. So mm-hmm. any positive comments would obviously go a long way for that. Um, and I'll, I think I'll take the positive comments. Kirsten can deal I'll with take, the negative I'll, comments. I'll handle that, sure. <laughs> we have that worked out. Uh, and the best way to do that is probably to email us. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll make sure I link up our emails in the show notes, um, especially because my last name is long and hard to spell. But Andy's is Andy Hickson. So a Hickson at Baldwin.mo.us is, is a, an easy way 
to get involved. But for like I said, for positive comments, for positive comments, feel free to uh, to check out the show notes to get to get more information about the whole process. And um, and as you mentioned earlier, Andy, this is by far not going to be the last time residents hear from us in this process. Um, we're obviously still at the very beginning stages, and we will continue to update our residents as it moves forward. And I mean, this is, like you said, it's going to be a couple year process and a lot of hurry up and wait, but we'll put out informational material as we get moving forward. So I mean, we, the last thing we can do is have anybody spread, you know, positive or negative rumors. I mean, we want to get out there, we want to provide facts. And, you know, once we get the ball rolling, hopefully, hopefully our best salesmen can be our own residents. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything we have as far as annexation. Is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? Anything residents need to know before we move forward? Not that I can th think of on annexation. I guess one more thing we did talk about maybe having like open houses in mm -hmm. the future. So if residents wanted to come and, you know, speak with us in person, we'll probably try to organize that as things progress and get a little closer to, you know, decision-making time. Once we get our packet together, once we get our phases defined i mean we we have kind of some floating phases we have a pretty good idea but once we get them actually defined sure we'll do a bit of a road show i mean we'll come out we'll come to your neighborhood we'll come to your hoa meeting and say you know this is why we would like you guys to become a part of Baldwin, mm -hmm. and that's if the i5 group says this is the right way to go i right. mean so we have we have some checks and balances and we're not annexing just to simply annex and again we're still a few months away from any of that process so we just wanted to jump on the podcast today to give everybody a pretty clear heads up of the direction that we're heading and what we're thinking about. Um, but just to let you know, that's where we are and it's what's coming down the line as well. So if you don't have anything else, we'll go ahead and, and wrap this episode up. I appreciate you coming in today to explain kind of more in depth about annexation. Um, you mean and walk across the hall? Walk across the hall. I appreciate you coming all the way down here to, to talk about that with our residents. So like we said earlier, feel free to check out the show notes um, for this episode to get our contact information. And we'll link up to some more information about annexation, what we've done so far, what's coming next, maybe some information linked to the Boundary Commission and so forth. You can find those notes at www.balwin.mo.us forward slash podcast. And as always, and until next time, continue to enjoy the Balwin life. <laughs>